Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Live from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com is the way tire buying should be. Welcome, welcome, welcome in. Um, congratulations to the Seattle Seahawks, not for winning last night, but they won each and every discussion of, you know whose throwbacks I really like? Right? You know whose throwbacks I really like? Those were amazing. Those were amazing. Uh, game was not that amazing. It was fun, close, competitive. A lot of, lot of penalties. 19 penalties? Ugh. Ugh. But it leads us to what I kind of think, like, this is a sneaky, amazing sports weekend. Right? If you like football, like, look, if you go Wednesday night, you had Arkansas Duke. Did any of you guys watch Arkansas Duke? Eh, Byer did a little bit. Jay Stu, no, no chance. Lorena, no chance. Okay, Arkansas, which is um, Bud Walton Arena is a very cool arena. The biggest crowd they'd ever had there. It was a zoo. It was like, oh, my God, this is what college basketball used to look like, used to feel like. That was Wednesday night. Then last night, um, you also had Carolina, Tennessee. That was That was a fun one, too. Game was, I think, Carolina scored in the 90s against Tennessee, which is Tennessee's normally a defense team. Fun game. And last night you had NBA. Um, Thunder stomped the Lakers, but you had Clippers-Warriors. Always a little bit of tension between those, even though the, the players have changed for the Clippers, not so much the Warriors. And you had Thursday night football. Tonight, okay, you got 
UConn versus Kansas in basketball. Do you guys know you have that? That's the last two national champions, and they're playing at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. That's great. And in football, you have the Pac-12 championship game, which is Oregon-Washington. They played a couple months ago. Good competitive game. Washington won at home. Neither team has lost since, yet Oregon's now a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. Nine-and-a-half-point favorite. And the game's played in Vegas. Yes, please. And then Saturday, we have, let me see if I can get the order right, Big 12 championship game, followed by SEC championship game, followed by, at the same time, ACC championship game, where Florida State may start a third-string quarterback. Right. Uh, and uh, also at the Big 10 championship game. Oh, and then Sunday, Eagles-Niners, without any question, the two best teams in the NFC, and probably inarguably, or maybe arguably, the two best teams in the National Football League play. It's pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Bayer, first, congratulations on your team winning any uniform discussion. <laughs> That's the only thing they're going to win this season. That's okay, though. The uniforms were amazing, right? Look great. I the- think the setting and, yes, the indoor nature of it. Yeah. The lighting. Good point. Lighting was good, but indoor, because again, people who remember, they used to play in the kingdom. It was just, it was a different deal there, right? But, sure. And the Cowboys wearing their whites, which they like to wear. So it, like the whole thing worked. Yes. Whole thing worked. Agreed. Whole thing worked. Um, any takeaways you want on your, on your Seahawks for the game? Yeah. It's, it's funny because I do think that there, there are a couple Go. Um, number one, mm-hmm. there's always it always goes back to the Russell Wilson discussion, right? And the point that I find interesting, and it's not because it is Dak, it is the Dallas Cowboys, but the leaving of Russell Wilson has actually made the Seahawks a bit irrelevant, where we are not looking at them like we look at the six and six Buffalo Bills right now and saying like, what is wrong in Buffalo? Uh, we talk about Josh Allen a lot, and Buffalo still may make the playoffs, just like Seattle may make the playoffs, but they're not that story anymore. Um, and I think that that is, that is unique, because most of my life, the Seahawks haven't been the story. Mm-hmm. And then Legion of Boom, Russell Wilson come in, mm-hmm. and they're Sunday night football, you know, they're the head, you know, headliners here and there. They're toe-in-toe with the top brands. Mm-hmm. This is a team that is right now falling fast out of the NFC playoff picture with a future that is very unknown. And I don't even think that hit a blip on the radar from the headlines from last night's game. So Seahawks side of things. I, I, I think I, like I I like what you did there. You kind of gave it the personal touch of like a Seahawk fan. Like, hey, well, why isn't anybody talking about us? While giving the national kind of perspective as well of nobody's talking about them in comparison to Josh Allen. I don't know. I, I think you're, you're right. Because Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl, been to two Super Bowls, there's that credibility of it. But there's also, it, it builds belief that, you know, in a close playoff game, you can win that game, whereas you can't with Geno Smith. I, 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 think it's, I think it's more about Buffalo and the 13 seconds and what's happened since. And, of course, we also had the DeMar Hamlin thing last year, which... Uh, which was all we were all consumed by, but also kind of changed their season. And I don't know. I I feel like the Seahawks. Yes, they are irrelevant at six and six in comparison to the Bills, but that's because they've kind of been irrelevant the past couple of years. Even when they had Russell Wilson, his last season there. 
I don't. I disagree with that. I okay. think if Russell Wilson was there, I think that this Should is a story. It's yeah. Fine. It's, fine. Yeah. It's, it's fair because you're probably right, and I'm probably wrong on this one because he's a Super Bowl champion quarterback. And they also scored 35 points yesterday. Right. The only thing that we can talk about is how on offense. Yeah, they're not good enough, right? Oh, uh, they miss Russell Wilson. And how you don't have how you don't block Micah Parsons, or you design a play that is intended to not block Micah uh, Micah Parsons on the final play of the game. And that is kind of uh, just a small sample size of probably what's really just completely gone wrong. They don't do anything great, and even when they do something great, it still doesn't pay off for them in the end. Defense gave up 41 points. <laughs> the offense, when they needed it, couldn't get two yards on three straight plays. So, yeah, so Seahawks version, that aspect of it is just kind of a breakdown. But people will say, hey, look, Pete Carroll's team took the Cowboys to the end. They scored 35 points. It's been the same crap for eight years. That's what it's been. You are a champion of, hey, play a game close and figure it out in the end. Well, they aren't figuring it out in the end right now. Like, you know, they missed a 55-yard field goal against the Rams when they could have ran another play. There's just, there's just a lot of stuff that's going on, and I think that they get a, a, a pass on the national level because maybe because Russell Wilson's not there and they're just not no, that important I, I, anymore. I, I think it's a great point. It's interesting. It's interesting you point out because I I actually think you're circling around to something that I missed that you nailed and then we're glossing over. The quarterback thing is a gigantic deal. I'll give the perfect example is the Chargers. Like the Chargers are, are they bad are they disappointed this year? Like, yeah. Okay. They've lost a bunch of games that were super close or whatever, but we never paid attention to the Chargers previously. I know I'm a Charger mm-hmm. fan. Like you could Correct. literally run across the field naked and no one would say anything, whether they were in San Diego and Carson in LA. But once they get Justin Herbert, the expectation is you got a quarterback, you're supposed to be in the playoffs and challenge for a Super Bowl. And if you don't, well, then the coach is an idiot. Now, the coach may be an idiot and that, that you know, uh, but we talk way more about the Chargers, not because of location that they're in Los Angeles, but I think it's because of Herbert. Yeah. And I, I, I think you actually nailed a really good point. Let's get to the other thing that I wanted to have the whole show essentially be about. We are in the last year before we have a college football playoff. Something that I am, I was born in 1976. So my entire lifetime, I've been a college football fan. When I was a kid growing up in Orange, California, my favorite team, I kid you not, was the Oklahoma Sooners. I don't know why. I just love the Sooners. I love the wishbone. I love their their brashness. I love their speed. And they it seemed like every year they go to the Orange Bowl and they get beaten by uh they'd get beaten by Miami. Right? That's that's what usually happened. And I hated Miami growing up. And I loved Oklahoma. And then my sister was a cheerleader at UCLA and I became a UCLA football fan as well. And then I went to Notre Dame for a year. I like Notre Dame football. I never went kind of all in on the domers. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, I actually shared with a, a friend. This is when I knew I found my the, the school that fit me. When I was at Notre Dame, on my visit, they lost on a last-second field goal in 1994 to Michigan. It was a great football game. Awesome. They had just beat Northwestern. Ron Paulus' second game as a starting quarterback. And they lost on like a, I'm going to say like 48, 50-yard field goal to Michigan at home. And I remember walking back, you know, with and everybody was crying. 
And then my first game as a student, they actually lost to Northwestern in 1995. That was the Northwestern team that went to the Rose Bowl. But at the time, you lost to Northwestern. It was like the world was ending and everybody was crying. And I was like, why are we crying? Like, this is a, it was a good football game. We just like lost a game. My first year at Oklahoma State, this is in 1997. They beat Oklahoma for the first time at home in 26 years. And they tore down the goalpost. And I was watching the thing. I was at the game and I'm crying like a baby. And it was the first time like I felt connected with the team that was playing on the field. So my alma mater is playing tomorrow. They're 15 and a half point dogs. No one thinks they belong on the same field as Texas. Texas is trying to make a point, leaving it for the SEC. You know, their athletic budget is two and a half times that of Oklahoma State. Their NIL budget is at least three times that of Oklahoma State. Like, they got dudes, and they're finally, and they've lost Oklahoma State eight out of the last ten times they've played, and they're playing in Texas, in Jerry's world. Like, the place is going to be a sea of of bright and burnt orange. And it does not appear, like, on paper, it appears to be a complete mismatch. But there's also the element of things that don't make sense. Okay, Oregon plays Washington tonight in Las Vegas. Washington beat Oregon. Now, again, like I understand home field, home court advantage. It's massive. And I like the fact that you get to play a team twice. But think about this for for a second. Oregon lost that game by a touchdown. Could have been to Washington. If you remember, they dropped the ball running into the end zone. Would have been another score. But regardless of which, Washington won the game. It was a great game in the Pacific Northwest. Both teams are going to the Big Ten next year. So all Washington has done is win every game on their schedule. They played one power five out of conference. They played Michigan State, who's not particularly good. They played them at home. Um, Oregon went to Texas Tech. Could have lost that game, by the way, in Lubbock. Ends up winning. Oregon, since that game, has been spectacular. Spectacular. But if Oregon beats Washington, even though they would have split the season series, Oregon is likely to go to a national, the, the national semifinal, right? Based upon what we think now. It, Texas beat Alabama at Alabama. Let me not stutter on that one. Beat Alabama at Alabama. They did lose to Oklahoma in Dallas, Red River game. Again, if you watch the game, probably should have won it, but they didn't. If they beat Oklahoma State, they will have won the Big 12, lost only one game, beaten Alabama and Alabama, which is a better win than anything anyone else has. There's Florida State beat LSU, but that was neutral site. Okay. Georgia hadn't, I mean, there's no one on the road that they've played that equates to Alabama, even though they could beat Alabama on Saturday. Michigan, you could maybe make the case because they won at Penn State, right? But Penn State is not at Alabama. Like, Texas literally has the best win of the year. And it was a no-doubter. And Alabama, wasn't like they were missing their quarterback. Wasn't like they had massive injuries. Okay, nothing. They just went in and whooped their ass. And they could have the same record as Oregon and not go. The same record as Alabama if Alabama beats Georgia. And not go. They beat Alabama at Alabama. They lost the same number of games to an arch rival, and Oklahoma's good. You know, they're not great. They're not terrible. They're good. Like, what, nine and two in the year? Is that what they finished or 10 and two in the year? 
Like, this system has never made sense, never been equitable, and in the last year, we have a chance for complete chaos. And though I don't usually root for it, I am especially rooting for it. Because everybody knows that as good as Florida State is, they beat LSU way back when. The ACC stinks, okay? It stinks. And their best player isn't going to play for them tomorrow and isn't going to play for them in the semis or the finals. And we could say, well, Ohio State did the same thing, was that, six, seven years ago? Yeah, the difference is Ohio State was stacked. Stacked. And then, after losing their quarterback, they went out and beat the living crap out of everybody in their way. Then they beat uh, uh, Wisconsin. Like, I'm not looking at the scores. It's like 51-3. to It was one of those, like, like holy. 59 nothing. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was something yeah. embarrassing. It was like, oh my God. Okay, now, Florida State survived Florida. They may be thrown out a third-string quarterback. And the idea that Florida State, who beat LSU in August, goes undefeated in the worst of the Power 5 leagues by a mile. By a mile, that league is not nearly what the other ones are. And like Texas, and I, again, everyone knows I, I'm a Big 12 guy. I'm an Oklahoma State alum. I have no affinity for Texas. But, dude, Texas wrecked the Big 12 outside of the Oklahoma game, rivalry game, lost in a close one. And they beat Alabama and Alabama. So here's the thing I'm rooting for. Complete and utter chaos. All right? I want Oregon to beat Washington. I want Louisville to beat Florida State. I want Bama to beat Georgia. I want uh, Texas. I, I don't really want them to beat Oklahoma State, but if they do beat Oklahoma State, I, I want all that. I want all those one-loss teams so that nothing makes sense at all. Because this system, believe it or not, is actually better than the system they had for 50 years, bowl games, or better than the system they had for 20 years with the BCS. And as a celebration of the end of things that don't make sense, we'll go to a playoff next year after this year being complete and utter chaos. Everybody okay with that? That's my plan. Vote for Doug Gottlieb. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. We're live at the Tyrac.com studios. Reminder, the show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. By the way, this is a real thing. Ohio State won the national championship. What year was that, Byer? I'm sorry. 2014. I, I mean, again, I'm only asking Dan, not just because he knows he's an avid Ohio State fan. Okay, And if you went back, I was doing national radio at the time. I said they shouldn't go to the college football playoff. I didn't believe they uh, deserved it. Um, And they won anyway. And it's just it's a lot like the NCAA tournament. Like people think because you don't belong in the tournament, that that means that you are going to lose games in the tournament. Those two things don't actually equate. Right. They don't equate. But they did. They they won every game. They're like, oh, yeah, we lost. Cardell Jones comes in and has three incredible games. Yes, And I was just going to say, to add on to that, I think there are lasting uh, effects of that. Number one, they were a different team at the beginning of the year because JT Barrett had to fill in for Braxton Miller, and Mm -hmm. they lost at home to an unranked Virginia Tech team. Kind of like Alabama losing at home, although to a Texas team. But now, for Florida State's case, even if they would have a third-string quarterback because of what Cardell Jones did against Wisconsin – you almost need Florida State to do that against Louisville tomorrow to end up enhancing their chances. And like Louisville's a cool story. Like Jeff Brom's done a really good job in shorter, turn that thing around. But like Louisville lost at home to Kentucky last week. Like they're just okay. 
That the ACC is just not at the level of the the rest. So I don't know what we're doing here. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, get Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of the Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Anybody not like Sinatra? Like, not like Sinatra. I think it's illegal to not like Sinatra. No, 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 no. It's, it's illegal to, it, like, you, you, do, you sound silly when you're like, I hate Sinatra. Like, if you don't like him, that's it. Like, eh, I'm not, it's not my thing. I'm not into Sinatra. But to not not like him, I think that's kind of dopey. It's just something super cool about listening to Sinatra song. Right? Lorena, just so you know, um, want to start a thing here on Fridays. I have a favorite Christmas song. You're like, you're Jewish. It's okay. It's about the Christmas season. Okay. We'll talk about it. I kind of think I want every Friday to play it on the way out. What do you guys think about that? I love that idea. Okay. I'll tell you what that is upcoming. Let's get to the gambler. So if you're just joining us in the Doug Gottlieb show, the gambler, a fun little segment we do. Everybody makes one pick, one that they know is going to hit this weekend. They just know it. Let's start with the J. Stu team parlay. J. Stu? Doug, you got to run to the bet window. This is today. Uh, the two college football games on the schedule. Oregon, Washington. My first pick is uh, take Oregon, giving the points. They're given nine right now, nine and a half. And then... Liberty takes on New Mexico State. 
I like liberty in this. And just a quick uh, message to New Mexico State fans. Joe Pasarsic is not walking through that door. Um, new, uh, so liberty to Oregon. That's the Jays 2 parlay. you got to run to the bet window right now. So you got Oregon, and what's the other one? Oregon to Liberty today. Oregon to Liberty. Oregon to Liberty. Oregon to Liberty. So, what do you got there, Dan Byer? Uh, Jay Stu, you're saying uh, give me Liberty? Is that oh, what you're saying? Oh. Good one. Oh. Dan Byer, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty to, be in, liberty to peace in my Jay Stu team parlay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go to the National Football League. And there have been some coaching changes as of late, some at the head coaching level, others at the coordinating level. Yeah, things aren't going great right now for the Washington Commanders. Crushed on Thanksgiving Day by the Dallas Cowboys. But you know what? The Miami Dolphins come to town. And the Dolphins right now can kind of coast along. Their schedule is whatever. I think the Commanders step up and go toe-to-toe offensively with the Dolphins. I don't think they're going to win, but that's a big number at 9.5. Give me the Commanders plus 9.5. Big number. Big number. Big number. What do you mean? What do you mean, Lorraine? You don't want to, you don't have a lot, anything you want to pick? I was just going to, you know, go with my Cowboys per usual, but they already played yesterday. You can go with the Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State Cowboys. Cowboys. They're 15 and a half point dogs against Texas. Oh. Who they beat eight of the last 10 times. All Not right. crazy. All right. Let's, let's bet on them then. I like that one. Can that I, one will work. Can I get a go pokes? Go pokes. Then you got to get a little, 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 try it again. Take two. Wait, how do you want me to do it? You want it, you want it lower? You want it more excited? What do you yeah, want? Yeah, a little both. Go pokes. Is that better? <laughs> uh, let's just say you're going to take Oklahoma State. <laughs> All right. Let's just stay with that. What are you saying? Uh, it's like a North Dakota uh, resident is a huge Oklahoma State fan because I felt like there was some upper Midwest into that one, yeah. Lorena. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Lorena, where are you from originally? Oregon. Upper southern, western, southern Oregon, Midwest, Southern Oregon. Yeah, Southern Oregon. Like California. Uh, yeah, a little bit above Ashland, an hour below Eugene. Okay. Okay. Um, my pick is going to be Michigan, Iowa, under. Michigan, Iowa, under. Weird line. Weird line. Okay, where Michigan is a twenty-one and a half point favorite, and yet the total is thirty-five. The idea is Michigan's going to win this game. Iowa can't score, and Michigan's just going to do what they did against Penn State in the second half, which is simply run the football and get out of town unscathed and get ready for the national semifinal. It's reasonable, right? 35 is a low number. I get it. But I'm going to take Michigan. Everybody good with that? Okay. All right, let's welcome in Micah Hyde, who joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, uh, Micah is a uh, former Pro Bowl safety with the Buffalo Bills. He's still with the Bills. He was in the in the Pro Bowl previously. Uh, he joins us on behalf of DirecTV in the fall college football tour. Um, of course, college football, Big Ten. You're an Iowa alum taking on Michigan. What's it like as, and look, you're a great defensive player at Iowa, what's it like to watch your Hawkeyes this season, considering how good they've been, yet how maligned they are nationally because of their lack of scoring? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? That's uh, that's Coach Ferentz being able to uh, have a winning squad with not you know much production on offense and just you know uh, tailoring to his defense and, and special teams. You know, that's kind of what he preached all the time when when I was back in school a long time ago, and um, he's continuing to uh, to preach that now. And I just heard. And I just heard you guys talking about my Hawkeyes, man. Twenty-two point, 
uh, uh, Dogs. Michigan's 22-point favorites, and you has you know, 35 taking Michigan. All right, now, like, it's it's uh, it's definitely going to be a tough tough sledding for us Hawkeyes, but we're going to try to keep this thing close to the end. Look, look, I play basketball at Oklahoma State, not football, but I understand what it's like. Like, my, my alma mater's a 15-and-a-half-point underdog to Texas, yeah. and they've beaten Texas 8 in the last 10 times, but, you're like, you just look, they got dudes and – I know, I know. What, what, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving you guys. No, I, I got what, what? It's gonna be a tough one for us. Okay, so, so help me out. Like, how has because, the, look, the the offense has been hit or miss, mostly miss here recently. But when you were there, a yep. little bit more hit. How has Kirk Ferentz done this? How how has because that program has again like everybody has to be reasonable in their expectations. Consider yeah, yeah. anyone's reasonable expectations of Iowa football, they've been better than that over a, a consistent amount of time. For sure. How does Coach Ferentz do it? Well I think he number one, he's been coaching for a long time. We all know that. And I think that he he um each team each and every year is different. And I think that with this team going into this season, I think he understood obviously the, the lack of offense that they would have. And so he, you know, you put more emphasis on, on, you know, field position and special teams and, and defense taking the football away. Um, that's, that's how, you know, he's going to, he's, he's kind of approach each and every game. And, and so that's how, you know, we're what 10 win team and, and in the big 10 championship. Uh, you got the weekend off, right? Yes, I do. So you go in the game. Yeah, I'm actually here right now. I'm here with DirecTV, um, and um, I'm on the bus right now. That's that's where that's where I'm at, and I'm talking to you guys, and they treat me well. It's pretty it's pretty awesome to to be invited by them and and um, showing support to the Hawkeyes. Yeah, it should be really really cool. Fans can come and hang out with DirecTV at the Big Ten Fan Fest near Lucas Oil Stadium on Friday. Okay, that's today, beginning at 5 p.m. So if you're in Indy or close to Indy, you're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Head on over, uh, and you can hang with with Micah Hyde. Uh, I, I got to ask you, like, I'm trying to figure out what's missing with you guys with the Bills because there's been so many near misses, right? And people want to yeah. point to turnovers. People want to point to injuries, difficulty of schedule. My theory is it's PTSD, post 13 second uh, dysfunction, right? That two years ago. Is there, do you think there's any of that that you guys had the Chiefs? Buried, beaten, and that's still carrying over today. Uh, no, I definitely don't think it's carrying over. We did have them, you know. You could say we had them beat, but there were still 13 seconds left on the clock, so that you know that uh, didn't happen. Um, we're that's so far gone from from our from our organization. Um, and I think just this year, man, we just haven't been able to win the close games. If you look at our schedule um, and and look at our losses. We, I think they've all been one-score games, and we yep. just haven't been able to close it out. And so, if you turn the, you know, I, you can say woulda, coulda, shoulda, and pretend like it's fantasy land. But if you turn those games around, um, and we win half of those, we wouldn't be having the discussions we're having right now. So, um, it's good to get into this bye week and kind of, you know, get away from football a little bit. Come down here with Directv and support my Hawkeyes, um, and get back up to Buffalo. You know, come Sunday and and um, get ready to go to KC. So, you know, it's just an opportunity for us to. You know, we almost had one at Philly. Um, just kind of let it go at the end. And, yeah. Um, we're looking forward to our next opportunity. What, what What was that atmosphere like? Like that 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 feels like. And look, I know Philly's a special kind of nasty, right? Yeah. <laughs> but what What's that actually like on the field? Oh, it was it was the it was a perfect uh, recipe of disaster uh, for for you know just the rain and. Um, it was kind of you know a little chilly. You know the fans are the fans. It was a hostile environment, but I mean that's that's what you want. You know coming into 
what is it, December 1st now, coming into, you know, late November into December into January is playing hostile environments because you know you're probably going to have to do that in the playoffs. So preparing us to uh, to go out there and go on the road and, and execute. And, you know, we felt like we were able to do that most of the game and obviously sits away from us at the end. You've played in two of the, like, you've, you've gotten that special card of playing in Green Bay and in Buffalo. I remember last year you played Miami and it was snowing. You played in some super cold games. We always wonder what it's like to be hit in those cold games. What's it like to be the hitter in those cold um, games? You know what? You feel it for sure. You know this is this is year eleven for me, and and uh, you know you definitely feel it. Um, but at the end of the day, you know it's just kind of it's like a snow day back when you were little, man. Just go out there and and you just you know try to make plays. Um, and that's what I'm, you know, continuing to try to do. It's, it's, uh, it's tough, but you know, there's ways to work around it. You got to stay warm. And for me, I can't let my feet, my hands get cold. Once that gets cold, just like when I was little, sledding, I got to go home. Um, and so I just try not to let that happen now. And um, you know, but it, it doesn't feel good for the most part. But you know, that's that's what you do. You know, that's where you sign to, to to play this game. Didn't you grow up near Columbus? Um, about an hour and a half north. I'm close to Toledo. Yeah. So, I mean, how happy are you that Michigan fans are there, not Iowa, not not Ohio State fans are there? You know, I to be honest, uh, growing up kind of in the middle of this whole rivalry, yeah. um, you know, I wanted to go to both schools. They didn't want me, so no longer will ever root for them. And I'm glad my uh, my Hawkeyes are here for sure. They they picked up the uh, they picked up the pieces and, and got me to uh, to Iowa City. This question is gonna be very random, but it actually fits in with the with the radio show earlier. Do you have an air fryer? Yes, I do. And you know that we we actually got a new oven, and the new ovens have air fryers in them. So, yeah, that's that's uh, kind of baller. Uh, um, that's kind of that was kind of a flex. Not not meaning to do that. No, but, it's it's yeah. quite it's quite all right. Listen, <laughs> listen like, weird flex, what, weird weird question, weird flex. No, it's 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 not a weird. It is a weird <laughs> question. It's not a weird flex to go like, yes, I have one, and it's in my new oven. Like we would we expect. <laughs> okay, so are you a are you a big? I had a good friend who evoked, he was just telling me, like, dude, if you don't have an air fryer, you haven't lived life yet. And then Dan Beyer, who's my esteemed colleague here, is like, eh, eh, I have one, don't even have it plugged in. Where are you in the air fryer? Oh, we use it. We use it almost every night. Uh, kids, making the kids dinner for their chicken, um, for their, you know, fries. Sure. We use it. Well, yeah, we use it all the time. So, yeah, you're missing out, man. I wish I would have had one back in college. I would have used that every day. That sounds sounds exactly like what I what, what I was thinking. Speaking of your kids, my kids are a little bit older. I have twin 17-year-old daughters and 14-year-olds. And the 17-year-old, one of them, sent me like a digital shopping list for, for Christmas. And I'm like, <laughs> it's great because it's easy and you just click on it and it you can buy it right there. Like, you can get it all done. But it hey. lacks the kind of personalization of like me wanting to find something. So when you shop for your kids, how do you like to do it for Christmas? You know, I gotta be I gotta be hundred percent honest. This is a this is a question for my wife. She handles all that. Yeah. Um if my three and two year old were able to send me digital digital lists, then I would I would love that. But uh they're not able to do that yet. So my wife handles all the uh the shopping for Christmas. Well, okay, that's that's fair. But you like them to get up and see just a bunch of gifts, right? Like just just Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. Yeah, which the the secret is if your wife can get you a gift that's supposedly for the kids, like a new gaming system, but it's really for you. That's what, yeah. That's what oh, I definitely use. I definitely use a lot of MJ's games. Yeah, his hoops and stuff in the basement. I'm I'm using them more than him for sure. Yeah, yeah. Once they like four is four becomes the magic number. Then once your dude is four, now you can start doing a ton more stuff with him. 
You're you're Looking good. Forward to it, you're yeah. in the, you're in the gold, golden era. Um, just just a reminder, okay? Go down and and check out Micah Hyde. He's with Direct TV. Okay, they got Big Ten all access, interacting and celebrating the Big Ten. Iowa, Michigan fans, yeah, Michigan fans, you can show up as well. Um, I I, I got to ask you in regards to Michigan, what what are your thoughts as a former defensive player in, in yeah. the Big Ten and as a star one in the NFL? on the idea of sign-stealing to the level that you go to other games, advanced scouting sign-stealing. How big a deal is it from your perspective? Um, you know what, to be honest, I haven't even thought about that. You know, obviously I heard about it. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, maybe going a little bit too far. And obviously I watch a lot of film and I watch the opponents and all that. And, and sometimes you do get clues for, for signs and, and all that. Um, and now I can't really speak on you know, sending a scout to another game to, to sign to that's it that seems like a lot, but maybe that's what goes on. There's a lot of there's a lot of crazy stuff that you find out goes on, and and maybe that's one that uh, came to surface. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna just forecast for you something really good for Bills Mafia. Remember, Tom Brady's Super Bowl champion year, they were struggling late by. They ran off the last four games, win three games on the road, win the Super Bowl, albeit at home. It's not in Buffalo this year. It's in Vegas. Let's hope that's what's in the future for the Bills this year. Have a great weekend in India. Thanks for DirecTV, and thank you so much for joining us. Man, I appreciate it so much. Let's hope that happens, and uh, thank you guys for having me, and, and uh, shout out to DirecTV, man. I appreciate it. All right, cool. And then um, I guess I got now i got to order a new oven with an air fryer in it. So Big Mike came in here, uh, Buyer, and said, here's the thing about the air fryer. Okay. He said, he said it's, it makes things that are supposed to be crispy, crispy. Does that make sense? Without having to dip them in oil. Sure. Yeah. Cause, cause what I do is I do lots of stuff in the oven, which is like quasi fried, you know, like zucchini, broccoli, uh, Brussels sprouts, whatever. And I'll do like a little olive oil drizzle and, and then, you know, like bake it at like 400 and then it gets kind of a little burnty, but it's a little, little friday, a little, little bit of everything. And I kind of think that's healthy, but I have no idea because I'm still living under the olive oil is good for you, but I don't actually know if it doesn't break down when it's cooked, but I think this could be a substitute for it. I think Mike was saying along the lines of what I was saying as well. If you're going into an air fryer thinking you're going to get that deep fried fast food experience, yeah. you're not going to, but if you want to branch off from the plain old grilled chicken days or have better frozen foods or vegetables, then that's a good option for you. I think it completely gets rid of the microwave altogether, to be honest with you. I don't think you need a microwave once you have an air fryer. I have not touched my microwave since I got it. What about popcorn? Uh, yeah, okay, that doesn't count. Popcorn. Okay. Microwaves are yes. essentially popcorn makers now. Now they yeah. are. They really I are. I hardly use ours. I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't use it for anything other than popcorn. Popcorn, I use it for, and I we I'm a it's a big popcorn house, especially movie time popcorn. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com is the way tire buying should be. I had one of the most amazing discussions, which I'm going to have with you guys right now. Because I haven't run this by you guys. And we are at the Christmas season. And we are not sponsored by anyone in this... Um, Category? So I'm just going to ask the question. You guys have an air fryer? Like, I had a dear friend of mine go on about 15 minutes about how the air fryer is literally the second greatest invention known to mankind. And I was like, well, what's the first? He's like, electricity. Duh. And I'm like, okay, I would say air conditioning, indoor plumbing, right, would be the top three. Electricity, air conditioning, indoor plumbing, and then you're going for four. But I do understand. He said, explain, I said, explain to me why. He's like, I'm not a particularly good chef. It makes everything. Um, it's a little bit of set it and forget it, right? Like the old Ronco products. But also, it fries things without having them be fried. Like, who doesn't? Everyone loves wings. Chicken wings, right? Yeah. There's nobody who goes like, oh, they're disgusting. I hate them. Unless, if they're disgusting, it's because they're they're, they're the fattiest part of the chicken and they're cooked in oil and grease and they put salt and all that other stuff on them, right? That, but do you like them? Well, of course I like them. Lorraine, do you have an air fryer? I love my air fryer okay, with so a passion. A, I, did, I, I said, I asked, I, that wasn't the answer that I, I asked for, but that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for uh, Jay Stew air fryer. No, I, I don't really cook anything. I'm not very good around the fryer, around the grill. Um, I'm I'm not really manly in any way, shape, or it's form. It's not a manly thing. It's it's like a oh, it's, it's not. Like, it's like the new microwave. Oh, okay. So women can do it too. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Wow. Uh, it's Jason Stewart. <laughs> Jason Stewart with those words. It's sarcasm. Buyer, you got an air fryer. In between, I'm in between both Lorena and Jason. We have one, but it sits unplugged on a shelf in the pantry. Why? Have you have you used it and you didn't like it? Yeah, it did not give me as much of a. Pizzazz or bang for the buck, as your buddy described. As advertised. Yes. 
Well, I mean, what it's led me to is it's a really easy, because then I asked a couple other friends and they were like, no, nah, I don't have one. I was like, man, well, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, right? And I'm, and then I'm probably going to get myself one for Christmas as well, like, right? Like, oh, look at that big box under the tree. Oh, it's an air fryer. Oh my God, surprise. Who's that from? Me, me to me. It's just interesting, right? Like, I feel like I remember when my dad brought home our first microwave. Do you guys remember that moment? When was that? Back in the 30s? Not that old. Whoa. I'm kidding. Oh, you geez. said you were born in what? 78? That's 70, what you said? Sure, 78. That's Let's fine. Let's go with that one. <laughs> Let's go with 70. I was born in 88. Sure, why not? Anyway, uh, I'm going to say it was probably in the 86, 87 sort of variety. It was when, and it was it was big. Man, those were gigantic microwaves. But that was supposed to change. I think the traject- the, the whole solar system was going to change based upon it. I'll never forget it because I remember the sound of the truck beeping as it backed up into our driveway to drop it off. I was kidding. It was just talking about the weight of the microwave yes, no, they because were they gigantic. were enormous. Right. Things that, <laughs> things, things that people don't understand. TVs used to weigh a million pounds, right? And microwaves did as well. Yes. Right? Like, think of trying to move a washer and a dryer now, and now you know what it was like to move a TV back in the day or a microwave back in the day. Well, the other lazy microwave joke is um, that... Uh, the microwave I bought back in the 80s still has a, t- a, t- a time of like noon because we can't set the <laughs> clock. Yeah. yeah, it's still blinking. Blinking noon. Blinking, blinking noon. timer. Yeah. Here's my thing with microwaves. This is the, how do they know how long your popcorn's supposed to pop? Who the hell knows? That's an amazing thing. Like they can't figure out how to cook meats and not make them taste like rubber. But if you press the popcorn button, somehow the popcorn is perfect, regardless of what popcorn bag you put in there. I really can't believe you got the popcorn button button to work for you properly because I can never get it to not burn my popcorn. Yeah, you always pull it out earlier, right? Always, yeah. always. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's. I'm not going there. I'm just gonna keep. But is yes, is there any? And talk about risk reward. Popcorn in terms of making a house smell great and making a house smell awful. There's like thirty seconds in between the two. Like once you get to burnt popcorn, you, you the the whole house is ruined for weeks. We am I am I wrong? Like you walk in, like who burned popcorn? It's like, well, Jimmy did it like three weeks ago. Like I, it just I can't, I can't. Can we go somewhere else? I, I can't do it. It stains the walls. It does. Mm-hmm. Whereas fresh popcorn is in the pantheon of hot dogs, smells incredible, right? And anything garlic, garlic bread, whatever. Like you walk in, you're like somebody's cooking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I always, I love houses that smell like food with the exception of the kinds of food I don't like. We're like, ugh, burnt popcorn is that. What did we say we we're going to talk about? It's Doug Gottlieb show here. Well, on you, Fox you said Sports. you were going to get an air fryer for what? For uh, the holidays or yes. something? Yes. Very fired up about that. And, and could you please, for the layman, mm-hmm. me, what does it do? It just fries things without deep frying? That's, that's the convenience thing? Correct. Okay. Correct. There's some sort of magic formula that it uses. Someone was probably working on the cure to cancer and they got like derailed. They're sitting there really smart and they're, they're writing up all these things. And they're like, hold on, cancer can wait. I figured out how to make wings that aren't terrible for you. Mm-hmm. And to that person, I say thank you. Here's, here's my synopsis of the air fryer. Okay. If you're someone uh, like me who loves the fast food, it will not live up to your expectations. But if you are someone who maybe eats a little healthier 
uh, is not as picky as I am. Maybe Doug, I'm describing you. Yeah. It is a it is a much much better step up than saying grilled chicken, you know, or something like that. Or or saying and like again, like the grilled nuggets from Chick Fil A, right? There's yeah. like you just sit there and go like, oh, what am I doing? Is it worth it? Yeah. Right. I want to live forever, but do I really want to live forever? Correct. You know? But to think you're going to get Chick-fil-A nuggets in your air fryer with the kind that you buy out of a freezer or whatever, not going to happen either. I'll tell you what, Dan. I think you're, um, you don't need to shop for me this year. Just give me your used air fryer. That's I, nice I know Christina yeah. would love are that. You, are we good with, like, where are you guys on re-gifts? It's fine. Oh. Unless it's completely obvious, I think it's it's fine. It's it's your. I think it's typical see, uh, practice. See, look, I think this is a real thing. I think that regift would be a great regift because the air fryer. Your yours is it a like a nice one? Is it a couple hundred bucks? Is that about right? I have no idea. My wife got it. Okay, probably yeah. a couple, probably a couple hundred bucks, right? And you say like, listen, I don't want to. If you if you if you regift two types of regifts. Okay, it's gotta be brand, be brand new, right? And it's just like one a bottle of wine, for example. We used to do this where you we like got to go over to somebody's house. Have you guys ever done this? You got to go to somebody's house. You got to bring a bottle of wine. You're like, eh, people brought wine when we had a housewarming. Like, let's just use that. And then you go and you look at all of the, and then you go and look up the values of it. And you don't want to give them your like hundred and fifty dollar bottle of wine, but you don't want to give them your ten dollar bottle of wine. You want to find line that's like thirty bucks. Like all right, thirty. Does that, does that make sense? That's a decent regift, isn't it? A bottle yeah, of wine unopened. Yeah. It's it's an untraceable regift. Well, like, even if it is, even if it is traceable, as, well, as long as it's not the bottle of wine that those that, people gave you, right? <laughs> like, wait, we gave you this bottle of wine two years ago. I I know, and I liked it so much that I went out and bought you the exact same bottle of wine to bring to your house. Regifting is tough for me. Like I feel like I need to let the other person in on it. First of all, Dan, um, of anybody working in this building, Dan is is the most thoughtful gift giver. I I usually am just real lazy. Whatever it takes. What's the the um, shortest way to get you a gift? I'm going to do. But Dan, he puts thought into it. So you're I, you're I you're a, like a gift card person. You know what? I th- what I've done over, around here the last couple of years just get everyone a bottle of liquor. Yeah, and that seems to be a. A, I've done that as well. A, a good gift for everybody. Done that Unless as well. you're Dan and, and Ramos at the your, time. Didn't I do that for your 50th birthday? You got me some blue label uh, blue label Johnny Walker, which is scotch. the best scotch I've ever had. So can I you. Can I tell you? I did. Can I, do you want me to be totally honest with you on that one? So I knew I wanted to get you a really expensive bottle of liquor. And I thought I wanted to get you. And I was planning on like, I'm going to go to a liquor store, something like that. And I was in... Ralph's, which if you're not in Southern California, Ralph's is like basic solid Wegmans. Huh? Wait, yeah, it's like an upper. It's a me, me. It's it's mid, if you will, right? It's not it's not Whole Foodsy, but it's also not Stater Brothers, where it's like you know you don't have to check the meat. So I was I was looking at their bottles of liquor, and if you're like you know if you're a member, you know, or you throw the card, I I, I for, it was. A very expensive bottle, but it was actually at a discounted price because oh, I was a member. Doesn't that feed both of your uh, uh, sensibilities? It like, totally. I did. just it saved two hundred dollars so, on this three hundred dollar bottle. I, I swear to God, it really did. It felt really, really oh, good. It's great. I love it. It was really good. 
Because, like, again, I like buying something nice, but I don't like paying standard retail price for that being nice. Is that am I am I super a, cheap? I think it's great. I, okay, no, that's great. Was it wrong to divulge that buyer? Does that take away from the gift? Honest opinion. A little bit, yeah. Okay. It takes, but I mean, it's good on your part to do that. You can keep that in your own vault. But I just don't want to be walk around like I'm some hero that I paid like above and beyond. Like I just, I yeah, I well, thought. I've gotten gifts that I thought were good, and then the people don't like them, and so I'm like, well, I should have just got them something that they wanted, you know, instead. So I think that there's that aspect as well. There was a former host here. We'll go unnamed, but Dan got him a real nice. You know, Dan goes on the road and he comes back with gifts. He's that guy. Yeah. And he gave this host a nice shirt. I want to say it's a collared shirt. And what happened, Dan? The last next time you went into his office, it, it was on the floor with a lollipop <laughs> on it. <laughs> Really it happened? was a piece of hard candy. Okay, but that's yeah. I got it. Who has an office? It was a long time ago, mm. long, long time ago when long, there actually were offices. Long time ago. Yeah. How yeah. long ago? Oh, like fifteen years ago. Fifteen yeah. years ago. So that's yeah. That doesn't rhyme with sleigh boar. No, before no. that. <laughs> so, before that. Yeah. So is it somebody who worked? No, we're with, not. We're with yeah. John. Smarna, somebody no. who worked with him. <laughs> no, was it? It's Smith Ryers. Bamos. That's who it. That's <laughs> it, who it rhymes with. Was it with. Smith Ryers? No, no. <laughs> I didn't even know. That. <laughs> no, no, it was not. No, it was not Smith Ryers. <laughs> Pretty good on your FSR history, though. Pretty good. I I, I know my time slot well. Yes, I know my time it was slot. Not him. I I know my time slot well. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Traveling for college hoops this winter? Pro tip, stay at a graduate hotel. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni. Nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns. And get this, you can save up to 30% with the code DUG. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book your basketball stays at graduatehotels.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.